Welcome to Conversations with Pussy. This is a podcast designed to empower you as a woman to rediscover your innate magic, your sensuality, your sexuality, and your deep feminine power. I'm your host, Grace Hazel, and I'm a women's empowerment guide. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Conversations with Pussy. Today I am recording from a farm, so you may, in the background, as I'm speaking about very serious things, uh, hear the occasional cockerel, a whole harem of ducks, maybe even a lone ranger of a cow who moves every so often. Yeah, it's all going on. And now I think maybe you can hear in the background there is a symphony of bugs. So this is just reality <laughs> and uh, I'm not in a recording studio, I do all of the editing for this podcast myself. So that aside, you will be hearing some noises, I hope that you're able to still hear the wisdom and um, still focus on what I'm bringing forth to you guys today. And what am I bringing forth to you? Well, that's a good question. Today, I wish to speak into the masculine and feminine essence. Now, this is a term that I feel it's just like splattered out all through sentences. I see it a lot on Instagram mentioned on some pages where most people are working within Tantra and so lots of people already have an understanding of masculine and feminine energies. But it's been my realization um, just through the work that I do and the people that I speak with, uh, especially the clients that I work with, that there's not that much of a real understanding on what people actually mean by that. So I wanted to create this podcast to break it down for you in a really grounded fashion. Uh, As I mentioned, I'm seeing it pop up a lot and personally I'm really excited to start infusing this kind of terminology into my writing more. So essentially this podcast can also be a reference point for anybody who is like, oh, I'm kind of new to this or maybe you're not completely new to it but would like to understand what I'm referencing personally. I wouldn't say that I'm a ancient tantric teacher, but I have taken a lot of trainings around tantra, around uh, sacred sexuality, uh, and I also dive into the realms of sex education a lot. So I feel like this for me and with my clients is a really important understanding to have, and it can really help guide you within your own personal understanding of yourself and also your relationships. So before I begin, I would really like to just say that when I refer to the feminine and the masculine, I am not referring to a man and a woman or a woman and a man. The term masculine and feminine relate to those who are in men's bodies. It relates to those who are in women's bodies and it relates to anybody who identifies in between. So essentially, these are archetypes, let's say, or traits that each and every one of us has. 
So based on the fact that this is conversations with pussy, I'm very aware that my general market are women. So I'm going to make this podcast as a reference for uh, if you are in a woman's body and you would like to find more out about masculine and feminine energies and how that affects or impacts you. And if you are not a human in a woman's body, welcome you. This podcast will still, I hope, be really, really informative, even if it isn't catered specifically for you. So I will now begin to speak into masculine and feminine. What qualities do the masculine and feminine hold? You could even for a moment just ask yourself that. If you think of a masculine energy or somebody who's really in their masculine, what comes up for you? And then also ask yourself the same question. If you think of someone who's really, really in their feminine energy, what comes up for you? You may have a load of stuff that comes into your mind or perhaps nothing at all. And you're like, Grace, this is why I'm listening to this podcast. So don't worry, I will go into this. When I talk into, firstly, let's talk about masculine. There is the healthy masculine. And then there is the unhealthy masculine. The same goes for the feminine. There is the healthy feminine. And there is the unhealthy feminine. And I will just read to you, firstly, the the intricacies of the unhealthy masculine. So the unhealthy masculine has attributes that contain, let's say, a competitiveness. The unhealthy masculine is attached to success. The unhealthy masculine kind of has to be right. And if they're not right, they'll like blame and shame um, in order to be right. The unhealthy masculine is reactive. So like I just said, they'll defend, they'll attack, they'll shame. The unhealthy masculine tends to be pretty aggressive. The unhealthy masculine tends to be super motivated by power. The unhealthy masculine tends to be stuck in their mind. They tend to be linear thinking and they kind of lack embodiment. So instead of being like really in tune with their intuition and their body's wisdom, they're stuck up in the mind. And the unhealthy masculine can be kind of rigid and controlling. What I see is that the unhealthy masculine, as I mentioned before, doesn't just live in those in men's bodies. In fact, I see it a lot within, and I'm going to say it myself, and I see it a lot in um, the clients that I work with and the people that contact me um, who are working really, really, really busy lives, perhaps let's say office-based and they're working on deadlines, they're super career-driven, they're all up in the mind all day, they're working uh, under pressure and um, they can come into this space of unhealthy masculine. So 
I will go into what that creates in a woman's life when they're adopting this unhealthy masculine uh, in just a moment. But firstly, let's talk about the healthy masculine. So the healthy masculine, the healthy masculine's present. The healthy masculine is grounded. The healthy masculine creates safety in spaces and situations. The healthy masculine guides, supports, and encourages. The healthy masculine offers deep, deep, clear reflections to themselves and to others. The healthy masculine listens without any distraction. They're with you, they're listening. Now, as I read these two descriptions out, the unhealthy masculine and the healthy masculine, you may even begin to notice those qualities within yourself. Perhaps you will notice those within a partner that you're with. Perhaps you'll notice them within your friends. Perhaps you'll notice the unhealthy or the healthy playing out in a relationship that you have with your boss. And it's good just to know these qualities when you're navigating this piece. So let's talk into the feminine. And I'll begin as I began before with the masculine, with the unhealthy feminine. So the unhealthy feminine, a person that is ruled by the unhealthy feminine will perhaps be um, navigating a lot of insecurity. They'll have small boundaries or no boundaries at all and little self-control. They can be very critical of themselves and can also come across as quite needy, that kind of please, please love me type vibe. The unhealthy feminine projects and when they're in their emotions, they tend to just like blow up into chaos. The unhealthy feminine can essentially be quite manipulative. The unhealthy feminine insecurely attaches and may pull on love. The unhealthy feminine can be in a state of victimhood. Perhaps they're in this like self-sacrificing mode and they prioritise other people's needs over their own. So this can also attribute in the unhealthy feminine as being a concerned caretaker. And so again, they're putting others' happiness before their own. The unhealthy feminine finds safety outside of themselves and they can be stuck in their feelings, so stuck in their emotional body. And when they're in that emotional body, it completely takes over. So I would like to again state that all of these essences are something that lives within all of us. Men, women, and anybody in between. Tune in, feel. What of these essences live within you, within your partner, within the people that you know? And then finally, the healthy feminine. 
So the healthy feminine, she or he is grounded, adopts really healthy boundaries and is compassionate. The healthy feminine expresses from a place of self-love and self-worth. The healthy feminine is not afraid to be vulnerable. The healthy feminine shares their wisdom from the heart. The healthy feminine is surrendered to the flow. They trust, they're flexible and open. The healthy feminine is playful. The healthy feminine is sensual. The healthy feminine creates, creates through dance, art, touch, sounds. The healthy feminine authentically shows up and uses her or his intuition. The healthy feminine feels and is emotionally mature. Again, drop in, feel and sense. What of those qualities do I hold? What of those qualities do I see within my relationships? So of course, this is a Conversations with Pussy podcast. And it wouldn't be one of those podcasts unless I told you a little bit of a personal story. So fast forward or bring your mind, should I say, to uh, me in Bali. When I moved to Bali, I was just like, wow. I am going to be juiced up all day long. I'm going to be feeling really turned on. I'm going to be having sex for hours with my lover. I'm going to be dancing. I'm going to be like free flowing. I was like, damn, my healthy feminine is going to be in her element. Then I got to Bali and I realised that what I had taken from London, which equated to me working uh, nine to five uh, in a design agency, leaving the design agency and then running my Grace Hazel business. And that would be from the moment that I woke up until the moment that I went to sleep. How I managed to do that, well, firstly, bloody hell it was tiring but how I managed to do that was adopting a very very masculine energy in my life. I was like fully in this structured, organized, proactive, almost aggressively proactive uh, and rigid structuring where my day would be like full power, full on. And what happened there is I got a lot of shit done. However, I wasn't really like feeling that switched on in my like yoni, in my pussy. My juices were like sometimes switching on, but it wasn't like I was like walking around in uh, what I call the constant state of juice. I was leaving no time for me to be coming into uh, this constant state of juice or even to juice myself up slightly. The constant state of juice is something I'm just, I keep referring to. I mean uh, by that, turning myself on 
and um, enlivening and expanding my sexual energy, my life force energy, and that type of energy expands out of the um, sacral region, so the yoni, and that place is a very feminine region, so it's like Oh, if you want to like expand and get juiced up, it's like, how can you like feel your body? How can you tap into sensuality? How can you uh, move your body? How can you um, play and uh, yeah, find softness? So if you remember what I said about these masculine and feminine energies, the healthy feminine is like the qualities of what we can call in to start to juice ourselves up. So whilst I was roaming around in my very, very masculine energy, um, it was like, yeah, I had all of this structure, but also when I was working with clients, I would be required to have this like, healthy masculine coming in, which would be like the guidance, the support, the encouragement, offering deep, clear reflections to the people that I work with. Yet, I was just in my masculine. So when I went to Bali, as I mentioned, I was like fully like, hey, I'm gonna have so much space and time. I'm going to drop into my healthy feminine. I'm going to be running things with my business, but I'm also going to be like juiced up consistently. Yet as I arrived in Bali, I realized that uh, I had bought my healthy and unhealthy masculine with me. And he, let's say, was full power still. And most recently, I've been recording an e-course with my beautiful friend, Leela. And as it was in London, we were waking up at the crack of dawn. We were getting fully into the e-course creation all the way up until the moment that I went to sleep. Now, my lover is in Bali too. And my poor lover he was coming to me and trying to spend time with me and I'd be essentially getting my bloody calendar out and being like, sorry, no time for that. No time for sensuality, no time for sex, no time for even touching me or kissing me or speaking to me because I'm on this, this e-course thing. So I was fully up in the mind. I was not at all in my body. And I realized this because this beautiful lover of mine somehow managed to get into my diary a Shibari workshop. So what's Shibari? Some may be asking, perhaps you are a Shibari pro. And if you are a Shibari pro, oh, please get in touch. Um, but for real, what is shibari? Shibari is Japanese bondage. So it's essentially uh, this really beautiful art form where somebody um, has these beautiful ropes and they tie a partner up. Now, I discovered shibari not so long ago and I have only ever been tied up. So as we arrived at this workshop, I was like, yay, or let's say my inner masculine was like, yay, I get to tie someone up, to learn this new thing, to take control. Yet, as I sat down in front of 
this amazing man, I realised that that was exactly the opposite of what I should be doing. I knew that if I wanted to feel again, if I wanted to drop out of my mind and come back into my body to experience some juice, to experience some pleasure, I needed to let go. I needed to surrender. So instead of learning the knots and the ties and the art of shibari, I fully surrendered for, I think it was around three hours. And I allowed myself just to fully melt and trust. I dropped into a sweet vulnerability, which allowed me on a very physical level to let go. And in doing that, everything that had been going on in my mind, everything that had been pushing my lover away, it was like it wasn't even present anymore. It's like I come back to my body. I had allowed him to hold me. I had allowed his, let's say, healthy masculine, his full-blown masculine, to just hold me so I could just unsuppress my feminine and allow her to be seen, to be felt, to be heard and to be witnessed. And it was such a delicious experience. And with that, my yoni switched back on or my pussy, let's say, switched back on and I was open to him again. So how does this relate to you? You could probably ask yourself that question rather than me just answering it for you. However, the way that I see it showing up is that many of us are living very much in a similar way to what I explained, that uh, career-driven, organized, very, very, very busy scheduled manner. And when we do this, we don't give time for our feminine to be heard, to be felt, to be expressed. So that when we come home to our partners or that when we even go to think about being sexual or letting go and surrendering to someone, it can almost feel like impossible because we've lost or we've been out of touch with our feminine energy for so long. So for some of you, it, it might not be Shabari that could assist you, but perhaps you can find your own way of rekindling your relationship with your inner feminine. And this could potentially look like going to dance, doing some really sensual and soft yoga, whether you go to a yin class or you put some sexy songs on and you weave your body with breath. Perhaps you set aside hours of time so that you can touch your body, feel your body, massage your body in an erotic manner. 
And if that feels new for you, then I encourage you to get in touch with me because <laughs> I'm the self-proclaimed queen of self-pleasure. There could be the opportunity to speak to your lover or your partner and say, yo, I feel like I just want to have an experience with you where I can just surrender and let go where I come out of the mind and I just trust that you can hold me, that I can melt into you, that I can surrender into your arms. Lastly, before I sign off from this conversation, what I also see within my clients, what I also see happening in the world is that we live in a society which is very, very, very much ruled by the masculine. And what happens to you as a woman if you are not bringing your feminine essence into balance is that your feminine essence, it will get suppressed. And when we come into an imbalance energetically between our masculine and feminine, when the feminine is suppressed, our body does the thing that it only knows to do when something isn't imbalanced or isn't quite right. It will start to communicate with us. And that communication tends to show up and what I'm seeing is that it shows up in things like hormonal imbalances. It shows up in women having chronic health conditions, especially related to their yonis, to their wombs. And to be more specific, I'm talking about endometriosis, I'm talking about PCOS, I'm talking about difficulties conceiving, I'm talking about uh, continuous miscarriages, I'm talking about vulvodynia, I'm talking about uh, vaginismus. The list goes on and on and on and on. So this is serious. It is time for us to reclaim our feminine essence. It's time for us to enliven and enrich our healthy feminine. To see where we're playing out in the unhealthy feminine and soften and take that unhealthy feminine, which is perhaps a teenage you or perhaps a child you and say, hey baby, you're okay and I welcome you in too. It's time to see where we are imbalanced in our life and how we can call in balance. And we're doing that, yeah, to assist us in finding um, that juice, that sexual energy, that magnifying of our sexual energy. But we're also doing it for real, like I said, seriously, for our health, for our health as a woman. So I appreciate you taking the time to listen because you're listening for yourself here and you're also listening for your sisters, your friends who could also benefit from this. 
If you have someone in mind who would love to hear this podcast too, I encourage you to share. You can share via social media or you can simply forward it on via email or whatever works best for you. If you feel that you would like personal support with this thing in particular around bringing back and calling into balance your masculine and feminine energies, I am simply at the other end of an email. My email address is hello at grace-hazel.com and I would be more than happy to set up a time to speak with you. That's all from me for now. I hope that you have been able to listen and hear me through what I know was quite a riot of different animal noises, especially at the end when the dogs absolutely lost their mind at I don't know what. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for supporting me. And I will speak to you so, so soon.